On this Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, even though the season didn't end how some would have wanted, Cody and I take a look at the encouraging outlook for the future and how will the Texans' success impact free agency. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 Texans fans across the mm-hmm. nation, across the world, Spain, even. <laughs> yes, so, sir. Shout out to Spain. To all the Texans fans, welcome into this Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Boy, do we have a good conversational show set up for you guys today. If this is your first time checking us out, Make sure that you do us a favor, subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texans podcast uh, on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, but specifically YouTube. we got a number we're trying to reach, and mm. it's, if this is your second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, however many times you return back, you are a family and friend of the show. Thank you for stopping back and lending your ears as Cody and I continue to talk Texans, your team, on this Tuesday every day. I'm your Texans football analyst, John, some sports guy, Hickman. And uh, you see, I got the Texas jersey on. If you're listening, I got a Texas University of Texas jersey on. So I know how it feels to have premature heartbreak on a football season. But on the other side, mm. uh, Texas credential media member, Sports Illustrated's own Cody Davis. Got a very good conversational show set up for you guys today, as mentioned. How is the Houston Texans on the radar? Right. How will the Texans success this season impact free agency? And we look at an encouraging outlook uh, to end off this year. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Cody, an encouraging outlook. What's that about? Man, so with the Texans season coming to an end on Saturday, uh, we had an opportunity to, to attend exit interviews for the Texans. And for those of you guys who don't know what exit interviews are, um, it's the season-ending interviews with, of course, the head coach, your franchise cornerstones. Of course, this year, thank God, it was C.J. Stroud um, and Will Anderson Jr. Um, and then it was also locker clean-out day. So we had a final time, one last time, to go inside the locker room. Uh, we saw all the players, you know, packing up their stuff. Um, of course, players wanted to talk. Players, you know, wanted to make sure that their verse was, was heard. It didn't matter if there was a cornerstone player like C.J. Will Anderson Jr., Nico Collins, or players who can possibly work throughout the offseason to have a bigger impact next season, Um, especially considering somebody like Jerry Wayne. I had an opportunity to chop it up with him. Um, he was talking about how committed he's going to be this offseason, basically just learning his body and, and improving his skill set. And speaking of Jerry Wayne, he's one of, I think, 10 players that the Texans already signed to a future um, reserve roster, which means that they're going to sign him to a training camp roster. And look, 
I know all throughout this offseason. Exactly. Exactly. That, man. Exactly. You know, majority, if not all of his snaps came on special teams. But look, throughout this whole entire offseason, we're definitely going to be talking about, you know, what can the Houston Texans do to improve their wide receiving unit? Um, give Jerry Wayne an opportunity. And that's what he's going to be looking forward to. But John, you know, this was the very first time since I started covering the Texans, man, that I can honestly say. And the fans, you should feel this way as well, that you should be excited about the future. And I said that because over the last two seasons, especially last year more than any year, exit interviews was just a gloomy day. Players really didn't want to talk. The players who did talk like last year, Davis Mills, he's talking about how he's hoping that he did enough to maintain his starting job as the Houston Texans starting quarterback. You had Brandon Cooks, that whole fiasco going around. I remember Big Sarge asked him, how how would you feel to continue the rebuild with the Houston Texans? And I remember Brandon Cooks saying he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Um, Brevin Jordan, nobody really knew what the outlook of what was in, what was in store for the Houston Texans future. Another head coaching search for the second, third time in two, three years. Um, you know, majority of the players in that locker room, either they didn't want to come back or they kind of felt like they were stuck here and all that other good stuff. However, John, when I tell you exit interviews this year was a complete 180 from the previous two years, man, that shows you the trajectory of greatness that this franchise is on. You know, I highlighted somebody in Brandon Cooks who we knew he was checked out. We knew he was ready to go last year. And now I'm looking at a situation where the business side of football is starting to take place. I look at Jonathan Gennard. I look at George Fant, two guys who are going to be real big key free agents for the Houston Texans for this upcoming offseason. Both of them on and off the record, telling us how much they love this franchise, how much they love this city and how they want to continue building what they started here. And it all goes back to knowing that you have a head coach in D'Amico Rines and you have two cornerstones on both sides of the ball in C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. And I am more encouraged and excited to see you what improvements are they going that they're going to make because John I understand that they were upset, disappointed, frustrated at the playoff loss against the Baltimore Ravens. However, I kind of feel like that's what they needed. And I want you guys to just listen to Will Anderson Jr. My my favorite part of the exit interview was Will talking about how CJ lifted up his spirits after the game on Saturday when he was actually crying in the locker room. Yeah, I was crying after the game, and he wasn't crying. So, and he came. He said, "You good? We good? We straight? We gonna we gonna be good next year?" And I'm like, "My bad." Cap said, "We gonna be good next year." <laughs> so I I dropped my tears up, man, and I, I just looked at it from his perspective that he gave me after we talked. And he was just like, "Bro, like, just think about how much we've come from, like, how much better we're gonna be next year, bro. Like, we're headed in the right direction." Yeah, I mean, uh, I appreciated Will for doing that, you know, because I mean, that, that, those are raw emotions. It wasn't like he was doing that like just to be fake. He, he really meant, because uh, I mean, he really like was feeling that because he really wanted to win that game. We all did. Um, and something I've learned in this league, man, is like, um, you can't let let your emotions fluctuate. And uh, I told Will, man, you're the honestly, man, he's probably the most talented player, one of the t- most talented players I've ever been on in my life. I said, man, we're gonna be back in this moment. You can promise, like. 
You, I can promise you that. Like, it might not. I don't know when it's going to be, how it's going to be, who's going to be on this team, but we're going to get back. And um, I just want to let him know, man, like, um, I appreciated everything that he did for us that year. I just wanted to see his head up high, you know. I just want to see him encouraged and, and positive. The reason why that was my favorite moment that took place on Monday was the fact that you literally saw two of the Texans' cornerstone players. Hopefully, when mm-hmm. I say cornerstones, I'm talking about 10, 15-year-plus here in the city of Houston. But you saw both of those young guys, regardless of how much praise we gave both of those guys throughout their entire rookie season, they are motivated to come back better than ever. And that moment reminded me of the 2014 Golden State Warriors. Um, After they lost game seven to the Los Angeles Clippers, Klay Thompson shared a story how he was crying after that loss, because they wanted to win that series and move on to the next round so bad. Clay was crying, and Clay said that Steph walked up to him and said, Hey, stop crying. Keep that feeling with you. We are about to be great. And we all know what was started in 2015. The dynasty started. And I look yeah. at this situation, man. I think that's going to be a moment that we look back and say, This is where the Houston Texans hopefully dynasty start. But man, shout out to this team. Shout out to both of those players. Shout out to everybody that took part in the Texans throughout this whole entire season, man, because they're definitely on the path to greatness. I kid you not. The Sunday, what happened? What went wrong episode? Well, we recorded mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night and went out Sunday, right? That had 190 comments. So you talk about encourage your outlook, mm. Texans fans and listeners and viewers out there. Understand this. You got Ravens fans in the comments saying, my respect to you guys. As a Raven fan, trust me, we see y'all. As a this is another comment. Mm. As a I'm gonna just go on to, I'm gonna just read the comments. As a Raven fan, the Texans are about to be an annual contending mm. great team, including a fantastic quarterback. Fantastic hair coach. Can I add something right. to that really quick? You go ahead. I I had, tell you, another one, fellow Ravens fan. Uh, you know, just more, more, more shouting out. Then you got two Ravens fans going now. You're comparing <laughs> who's been in the league for a few years with the best wide receiving core and the fastest overall skill group in the NFL to a rookie QB playing for a team that was one of the worst teams in the league only last year and has a rookie head coach. Mm. The argument makes no sense considering Stroud played at Ohio State. Laughing my AR, bro. Yeah, it's going true. to be fine. The Texans, as a whole, just weren't ready to play in this weather after playing the majority of their final games in Dome or World Climates. You can't say that. You can't handle cold climates because he played one bad game as a rookie. That's just ridiculous. So you got two Raven fans going at it. <laughs> one Ravens fan is telling you guys, hey, Stroud is real. The Texans are real. They'll be back. They'll be a contending team. That is an encouraging outlook. And to prove your point even more, John, when I was leaving M&T Bank Stadium Saturday night, I had Ravens fans and Ravens workers, like stadium workers coming up to me. Hey, you cover the Texans? Yeah. They are excited about the future of this team. And, like, I've never been in a situation where the opposing team's fan, well, I'm going to just say in the situation in general because that was my first playoff game series I ever covered, but – I've never been in a situation where the opposing fan and uh, opposing stadium workers or whatever the case might be, it's literally coming up to a reporter and, and just saying, I'm excited about the future of your team. And it, it's yeah. remarkable, man. It's and of course I get it without a shadow of a doubt, man, everything has to fall in place, you know, in terms of health um, development and all that other good stuff, man. But man, just thinking about where this team was, 
365 days ago. Just this turnaround in one year, man, it's remarkable. Ravens fans here. Raven fan here. This is from 600 Rush 6. Raven fan here. You're absolutely right about not being mad about losing to us. The future is as bright as the sun mm. for you guys. The Texans are going to be a problem for years to come. No doubt about it. CJ is a stud. The future is encouraging. It's a very encouraging outlook to have right now if you are a part of this franchise, whether that's front office player, more so fan base. Don't worry about it. We also will talk about how the Texans' success impact will impact the upcoming free agency and offseason altogether when we come back on the other side of the break. You don't want to miss it. So, unfortunately, the Texan season is over. I get it. You know, got a lot to be upset about. Still got a lot to look forward to. But you do still have an opportunity to look forward to some great football. The NFC Championship game, Detroit. Shout out to Detroit, right? They haven't had this type of success in 30 years. They The last time Detroit was relevant, I was born. <laughs> so you, that, that, that just tell you how long of a drought they've been on. Then you got the San Francisco 49ers. The AFC Championship game, you got the 3-5 bowl. Well, you don't know what 3-5 I'm talking about, but you got Lamar Jackson, you got Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be a, a fun matchup. There's still time to get in on the action. Uh, with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed, when you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in your pocket, win or lose. The app is easy to use. There are many different ways to bet. We've got live, same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet walk in td FanDuel, the official partner of the nfl welcome back in locked on texans listeners and viewers across the nation i got a, I got a, I got an idea that i think would be great because you got you got texan fans right now uh going back and forth on whether or not houston should do this should they do that should they mm. keep their picks they trade back how much money should they spend? This is the fun time of the year. Cody, you know I love this time of the year when I can sit back oh, yeah. and film and see, okay, this running back makes sense. This running back doesn't. This wide receiver oh, fits. Oh, why, why are you picking running back? Why, why are you picking running back? You're you talking, know I'm why I'm why, why I like back. running back. It's time. It's time <laughs> to look at and invest into that running back group. But I think Texan fans, if you're in the Houston area, city of Houston, or wherever you are, you may be in Scotland, maybe in Scotland, maybe in Spain, just get together, meet up, have a Texans combine between fans. Line it up, 1v1s, run your 40s, do the 225 bench press, who can get open, who can be the bench uh, press coverage, do all of that. This is the perfect time to put your knowledge on the, on, on, on the field because some of y'all are just too mad. But how can – this is the question, great question. So shout out to Cody for this, for this question. How can the Texans – success this year where they go 10 to 7 they win the division they win a playoff game uh how can that impact free agency this upcoming year right and i think you know the positivity that will help the texans move forward is great because the expectations around the league as we just talked about with some of the comments but the expectations around the league right now is that this team can be competitive and has a solid foundation 
for the first time in years. Uh, to all of my vacation Bible school kids out there, Cody, I don't know if you if you was a VBS kid. Oh yeah, you remember <laughs> the song? Do y'all remember the song? The wise man builds his house upon the rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Texans, Cal McNair, the uh, general manager Nick Casario, the front office, Demi Ryan. These guys are now the wise men, right? They got an opportunity, and I think they will because they they did it this year to build a solid house on a solid foundation. What happens when you don't have uh, a a good foundation? If ignored, foundation problems can lead to several structural damages. Foundation can shift, crack, your walls start to crack, floors become uneven, and doors and windows stop functioning correctly. Your entire home can be out of alignment. And guys, if you've been covering this team, you've been around this team for the past five years, the foundation of this franchise was cracked. Things started to leak. Floors started to break. Players started to leave. Passes started to speak. And then you got all of that's going on. So I think internally, Houston is set up correctly. And then externally, the success was on the field. So I think that's how Houston can really be impactful this upcoming season is because they got it right inside and outside. Again, this is the best foundation this franchise has had since 2011. Hmm. And I think it's time to look at what favors Houston, which could help get this team to the upper echelons of the teams in the NFL. First and foremost, you got a quarterback on a rookie deal, which means you don't have to sink a bunch of capital into one position. You got a damn good quarterback at that. And since 2010, quarterbacks has appeared in Super Bowls on rookie deals. So that's favorable. Right, got the likes of Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Big Ben, Tom Brady, Eli. Some of those guys are Hall of Famers, no doubt Hall of Famer. One of those guys is the greatest of all time, Tom hmm. Brady, who sees a lot of himself and speaks highly of who? Your quarterback, which is on that rookie deal. Hmm. This leads me to the next part. You got at least 69.5 million reasons why this team can be better. Houston has a ton of money that they can utilize to bring back key impact players, but also invest into key areas where the need, uh, where they need upgrades in a free agent class that features a good linebacker class, a good running back class, and a few good safeties. I don't think they'll lose out on both Bobby Slork and Gerard Johnson. So Houston, also has some good coaching on the coaching staff that we don't talk about enough here in Houston. So the coaching for Houston moving forward will be solid. And that part of the franchise will continue to improve, highlighted by D'Amico Ryans, who I think players would just outright simply would want to come to Houston to play for. So when you have the leadership from both the head coach and quarterback, right? you just heard what Will Anderson said about C.J. Stroud, they keep your head up, wipe the tears away, we'll be back. Those two areas where you need it the most, you got that leadership from, you have the money to spend and fill voids and improve and upgrade and positions that will help better this foundation. Yeah, you sit back and you think to yourself, in a crucial offseason, this team should be looked at and discussed in a different light now moving forward. The, that is why those are my reasons why I believe yeah Houston is set up because of what they were able to accomplish this year. Quarterback, head coach, 
quarterback, trading up for Will Anderson, and they got good pieces. You bring them back. You got the money, but you got leadership. You got footballers. You got guys that believe in one another that will make the sacrifices. It ain't all about the flashy lights. It's about winning. So now you're looking at the Houston Texans with a much better culture than what they've had in the previous four to five years. Hmm. And, John, I think that's where, I, I guess from the reporter aspect of it, I want, I, I'm want i excited to see, and I'm going to keep count, so you got to remind me of this. Listen to the viewers, y'all remind me of this too. When free agency rolls around and we start hearing the Houston Texans sign this person, the Houston Texans sign this person, and even with trade season starting and you start to hear, you know, text this player, you know, has – said they would like to go to X amount of teams and the Houston Texans are one of the X amount of teams. I'm going to keep track how many times we hear a player say, I want to play. I wanted to play under Coach D'Amico Ryans. I wanted to play with CJ. I wanted to play with Will Anderson. Like, And I say that because I think I only heard that one time last offseason. That's when Jimmy Ward signed. And remember, we was all excited. We was all excited about D'Amico. And I remember him saying that he wanted to play with uh, play with D'Amico because he saw his playing career elevate, just shoot through the roof in those last couple of seasons that he had in San Francisco. And those last two seasons that he had, Coach D'Amico Rice was the defensive coordinator. And now it's like, okay, you take a look at a player like Jimmy, who is a solid example of Coach D'Amico Ryan's teaching. But now you have an entire franchise that has an example of Coach D'Amico Ryan's impact on the culture and just having respectability and stuff around the team. And, and, and that's something that, you know, this isn't breaking news, that the Houston Texans did not have, shoot, even at times with Bill O'Brien. They you did know? not have it. No, no, no. <laughs> they did not have it. And I, and I think when you look at, okay, like, and I don't want to harp on this, but one thing we know about NFL players, mm-hmm. they kind of like NBA players. You know, NBA players pass around the same like five girls. NBA players, NFL players talk, mm-hmm. right? And to be serious about it, NFL, hey man, how, how you feel about this guy as a coach? Do you respect him, mm-hmm. or are you just playing right now for your money? Is he a guy that can lead you, you know, or is it just you just here to do your job and you're going on about your business? What is it? And that wasn't the case with you no know, no disrespect, but that wasn't the case with David Cully. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the case with Levy Smith at the time that he's the coach of the NFL now, not 20 years ago, but now. Mm-hmm. That was not the case with Bill O'Brien for hmm. a lot of players. So, yeah, you look at Houston in, in the past and they'd be like, man, why aren't we able to get key free agents? Mm-hmm. Right? During the Bill O'Brien, you got Deshaun Watson, you had JJ. They were not able to necessarily get in key free agents, and it didn't draft well in the in the later rounds. Hmm. But now you ask yourself, okay, well, how's Nick Asario for real? Oh, no, he, oh, he's okay. All right, all right. How is D'Amico? He's like that for real, so it ain't just for show. Okay. How is CJ? Hmm. It, it's, not, it's not a show? No, he's really like that? He's a leader for real? Wow. Will? Okay, you know, okay. All right, you know what? I'm, I'm in my agent. See what they're talking about. Hmm. And that's the <laughs> difference. Between going four and twelve with Deshaun, four and twelve with Davis and Tyrod, three thirteen and one with Tyrod. I mean, with uh, with, with Davis and Kyle Allen and Jeff Driscoll and that, and that nonsense. 
the ten and seven in the playoff win. When you when you get players that buy in, a whole lot can change. Perfect example, but they did it by way of draft. Just look at Detroit. Mm. Look at Detroit. Look at how consistently the San Francisco 49ers have been. Right? Look at how guys look and revere Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. These are some culture changing, culture establishing guys. And the Texans have that now. So I do wholeheartedly expect for them to be able to get some of these bigger impact free agency, free agent players and retain some of their own impact players. I know the Texans are not playing no more, so you may not need Texans tickets for a while, but you got the Rockets. Astros will be kicking up soon. Valentine Day is uh, on the way. It's around the corner. You may want to get out, you know, get your, I don't know, you may want to get your ticket to a different event. You can do that with Game Time, the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all new users get $100 off when you use you buy a big game ticket with code Vegas 100. Killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Game time takes the work, guesswork out of buying tickets. They got um, zone deals. You pick the section. Game time picks the seats for big time savings. You got game time guarantee, which means you'll get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you. 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets right now, guys. It shouldn't be harder. Work smarter. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the game time app. Use code Vegas, V-E-G-A-S, 100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, Use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download the game time today. That app, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans. Look, we talk a lot about the positivity. You know, we talk a lot about what the Houston Texans can do in the offseason in terms of free agency. Of course, later on, we'll really start diving into um, draft talk, which, by the way, Think about it, John. It is January um, 22nd as we record this podcast, 2024, and we have yet to hold one conversation about the draft. <laughs> um, I just wanted to throw that in there because, what, last year around, what, week six, we was already, all right, let's look ahead to the 2023 draft. <laughs> Who's the quarterback? But um, for real, but Texans have had – a lot of success in 2023, one of the best seasons in franchise history, you know, 10 games going all the way to the divisional round. However, starting today, I really do think the hard work really begins, especially yeah. considering that the Houston Texans are now on everybody's radar. And when you look at their schedule, I know we haven't talked about this yet, but as of right now, we look at the opponents that they have for 2024. It's a tough schedule, especially considering that they're going to go up against five teams, the Lions, Bills, Ravens, Kansas City, and Dallas. I hope that's a Thanksgiving game, by the way. And Dallas to where those teams won their division and the ones that still playing, like the Lions, like the Ravens, Kansas City, they can very well win a Super Bowl title. So th this, this schedule is going to be daunting, but, you know, in order for you to – 
be great in order for you to be the best, you got to beat some of the best. Yeah. And I think Houston did a, a good job of that this year. Uh, mm-hmm. being some of the better guys. Yeah, absolutely. They are on the radar. I, I fully expect mm. Houston to, you know, every primetime game the New York Jets have this year. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. The Texans should have the same amount. No, nah, not many because a lot of primetime games at night. And I don't, you know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Night I, games. I, I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather watch. I'd probably rather watch Davis Mills in primetime than have to watch that Zach Wilson in primetime. Yeah, it's game. true. But the Texans should definitely have at least four primetime games. At it least four. Um, I'm calling it right now. Thanksgiving Day game, Dallas versus Texans at Jerry World, of course. But That would be no. huge. <laughs> that would be huge. But I'll I tell you, the thing about Houston being on the radar, man, they just got the quarterback for it. Mm-hmm. And Will Anderson. They, they got no, defensive no, cornerstone. They, they definitely – they got defensive cornerstones. You got – uh, Stingley, you got Will Anderson, uh, Christian Harris, I believe, has worked his way into a real cornerstone. Oh, yeah, but this is a quarterback's league, yeah, and 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 it'll be easier to sell receivers, top weapons on hey, you know what, we we, we can get you down here, and you have a quarterback too, mm. comparing to selling them on well, we got this, uh, so you may have to pay you more. Uh, they got the quarterback for it, and that's that's who's putting Houston on their radar, man. Hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens this offseason. I'm excited to see what new opportunities Bobby Slug may take or he may return. Uh, I, I think Houston needs to make sure that they retain quarterbacks coach here, Gerard Johnson and Shane Day and Bill Lazor. They need to keep that coaching staff intact for another year at least. But this team is on the radar. You guys should be hmm. should be damn happy about it. So uh, it's, it's a good day, a good time. A good era to walk into if you're a Texans fan. I'll tell you that. Hmm. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texans podcast on YouTube. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Give me a follow on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you know, thank you for rocking with us throughout this whole entire season, man. It's been fun. Definitely the best season John and myself had covering this team. But even though it's the offseason, work doesn't stop for us. And now, like John say, this is the fun time, you know, trying to come up with different ways on what the Houston Texans need to do in order to take that next step of greatness. But look, you could take my word with a grain of salt or you could keep me to it, whatever you look at it. This team is definitely on the trajectory of greatness, man. And, you know, just just be sure you keep us alone for the ride. That's all I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. I wonder if uh, Calvin really would be a Texan at some point. You know he's a free agent. He is. He Until is. next time. <laughs> Peace. Peace.